Welcome back to Tevating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tevate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and today's episode is going to be a bit different. The other day, my friend Jill, she's been on here before, she was texting me about a Harry Potter TikTok with the sorting hat, and since somehow any and all content can connect back to Aaron Tevate, She started sorting Aaron characters into the Harry Potter houses. So here we are doing a podcast episode where both of us have our lists of Aaron Tveit musical, TV, and movie characters, and we're going to sort them into the Harry Potter houses of Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. So let's see. Let's see if our lists line up and if we're able to support our decisions or if, you know, This is the end for us. Okay, Jill, so never did I ever think we would be taking Aaron Tveit characters and getting ready to sort them into Harry Potter houses, but here we are. Um, A hundred thousand percent your (laughs) idea and suggestion, but we are going to go with it and it's going to be, we'll see what happens. What happens when you just keep scrolling on TikTok? You just find everything's everything's connected somehow. So if there's anyone out there not familiar with Harry Potter and the four houses, here's what we're going off of to sort the characters. So for Gryffindor, they go by doing what is right. And their traits are courageous, brave, adventurous, daring, loyal, and chivalrous. And then Hufflepuff is do what is kind, and they are hardworking, dedicated, patience, fair, kind, and loyal. Okay. Ravenclaw is do what is wise. They're intelligent, creative, clever, witty, and knowledgeable. Slytherin is do what is necessary, cunning, inclined towards leadership, proud, determined, and resourceful. Okay. So we're going to use those traits to make our just like kind of do our sorting we'll each share what we have if we match up great that's easy if not (laughs) hopefully we'll still be friends by the end of this so we'll be fine (laughs) here we go let's start with our favorite and a fan favorite mikey warren where'd you put him initially i had him as a gryffindor okay i have a gryffindor Mm mm-hmm I wouldn't mind if somebody put him in Ravenclaw because I think he's very witty and intelligent and wise and clever. Okay. So So, I put him in Gryffindor, but if mm -hmm. somebody were to go the Ravenclaw route, I get it. Mm -hmm. So I have him in Gryffindor, but I also made a note like season two Mikey is a little bit Slytherin. I was going to say that, but I know how he, you feel about Slytherin. <laughs> I do feel a way about Slytherin, but he, he does some things like to get, to get his um, agenda with those buses. He does some things and he is resourceful with that and definitely cunning. He takes charge of the house. He did what was necessary in season two. He did what? 
he did what was necessary in season yes. two. That's why I kind of was like, mm. Mm -hmm. so overall, I would like to say Mikey's a Gryffindor, but just he does have he did. He's yes. he's kind of like Harry Potter. Harry Potter could go either way. Mm, very good. All right. Danny Bailey. Danny Bailey. I personally is Slytherin. Same. Okay. Rapscallion. Slytherin. That's the okay. first thing I said. I was like, he describes <laughs> himself as a Rapscallion. Like you proud. He's determined. He's resourceful. He mm -hmm. does what he needs to, to survive. Yep. He did what was necessary to keep his carnival rides a going. <laughs> okay. Um, Gareth. Gareth. Mm. <laughs> what did you put? I had I had two again. I had Ravenclaw for like he's his wit and he's clever and things like that, but I also had a little bit of Slytherin. 100% agree. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's very proud. He's very determined. He's resourceful. He does whatever he can to get his job done, right? Like, mm -hmm. and he's also very observant. He's knowledgeable about things. He's on that line too. Yeah. So I'm fine with either one. Either one. Okay. Um, our favorite hippie, Topher. I put him in Hufflepuff, doing what was kind. He was patient and he's loyal to his tribe. He's fair, tried to be kind. I want to Okay. I think right. he's that. I kind of look at a Hufflepuff kind of like a hippie. Okay. I mean, I'm a proud Hufflepuff myself, so I'll take him on my side. I don't mind. <laughs> Like, right, you like he's he is kind he's loyal to everybody he's dedicated he's honest yes which is the opposite of danny bailey in season one so mm -hmm. it yes, he, it kind of goes hand sense. in hand it does yeah i don't think that there's a second house for him i think that's just i agree you know, i didn't nothing else came came up for topher besides hufflepuff all right, moving down the list, Link Larkin. Where'd you put him? I also also have him in Hufflepuff. Me too. I Me think too. he's kind, he's loyal. I understand the argument of Gryffindor because of the loyalness, but I don't think he has that grit or toughness that comes with a Gryffindor. Yeah. I think he's just fair and he kind of wants to do what is always kind mm -hmm. and he's he has, not mean no he had he has some of the Gryffindor in doing what's right like where he stands by Tracy yeah. instead of going the route with Amber doing things like that so majority would we say Hufflepuff for him yeah. okay all right I'm skipping over the one that I know we're going to debate the most I'm jumping to Roger from Rent. I put him in Gryffindor. I put him in Ravenclaw. Okay. What's your argument? So I don't have too much of one other than like I feel like feel like he does he was intelligent, creative with his like his he's a musician, his music. Okay. Um 
those were my two what okay were your Gryffindor arguments well I think he's very loyal mm -hmm. I think he kind of stands by his beliefs and his traits mm -hmm. I think he can be very adventurous and daring I mean that's why he's in the predicament he's in right because he went for it yeah so that was my kind mm -hmm. of thing I get your Ravenclaw mm -hmm. I, I I, I wouldn't mind a Raven. I wouldn't mind putting him in Ravenclaw. Okay. All right. You can do you could both that. win. <laughs> both win. Um, all right. Let's do this one. And then we'll go back to the one that I've <laughs> skipped. Gabe. Gabe. Ha. Gabe's my predicament. Okay. Because I think that depending on who's imagining him, mm. the house he's in, I think his mom would see him as a Gryffindor. Yes. But I think his sister and his dad might see him more as a Slytherin. So I think it really depends on who's who really good. is seeing him or imagining him. Because anybody that knows the show, it's mostly majority of mom. But then right. at the end, when she comes to realize, all of a sudden, he's behind dad. Mm -hmm. And dad kind of is in his feelings and stuff. And then I think... So I think it can go back and forth, mm -hmm. but I really think it depends on who's. That's seat. a really good point. Yeah. Cause I had him just as Slytherin for the reasons you said, but like, I can see what you're saying. His mom would definitely see him more as like her and he was loyal to her. Like, but... yeah. And chivalrous to her and kind of wanting to always protect her. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I can see two sides of the same coin, kind of. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, Fierro. I'm going to give you this one. I'm going with Gryffindor. I, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give okay. you Gryffindor. So, so what changed? Because you I, were you were not you were still there. I was. I was going back and forth. I think in okay. the beginning he comes off more Slytherin. Just his, maybe not his actual traits, but like his, what he wants to show to people. Mm -hmm. The fact that he, I mean, he's not like determined like a Slytherin would be, but he's proud like a Slytherin. Yes. And even Aaron has said it, his favorite part of doing it was coming out on the cart and <laughs> being, a jerk. Like, yeah. being a jerk about it. Yes. And like sleeping like I think that his persona comes off as Slytherin in the beginning but mm -hmm. then you see him come into the Gryffindor of being loyal and courageous right because that's what and I that's what I was focusing on like starting with when he went with Alphaba with the with the lion and he like everyone else ran away from her and he stayed he gave her shit she gave yeah. it back to him like and they you know like that's the turning point even yes. in dancing through life like he comes off like i want to know where the ha like most mm -hmm. happening place is i want to be where all the people are like i just want to show myself off part of slytherin too is being um of like noble blood and i think he even talks about like how they have this castle and he comes from this spectacular family like 
So that's where I kind of in the beginning, mm -hmm. I wanted to be Slytherin. But okay. at the end of the day, I think he is a Gryffindor. All right. We did well with that one. <laughs> Frank Abagnale Jr. I you think go. people want to slay Slytherin for him, but I say Ravenclaw. Go on. I think that he is very clever. I mm -hmm. think he is very observant. I think he's very witty. I think he's intelligent. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at all the things that he did to get where he was. Mm -hmm. But then that's kind of where the Slytherin comes in of it, where it's to do what is necessary to keep up with his lifestyle. Right. But like so. even I was thinking back, because I had Ravenclaw too, but thinking back to like even how Aaron described like frank he didn't he did it for his dad to get like mm -hmm. to get back with his family and all of that he didn't go out there yes he conned people but that wasn't he wasn't trying to do it in a malicious right way he wasn't he was doing it it wasn't right in any way and aaron like acknowledges that but he like you said did what necessary but he was also did it i don't know He's very smart about it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of. All right. This one, this next one should be an easy one. John Wilkes Booth. Slytherin. Slytherin. I mean, there's no place. For... Like, I mean, I, his, all I wrote down to him was cunning, proud, and determined. Yes. I mean, he spent the whole show trying to <laughs> convince everyone around him to do. <laughs> Do what, he, do what he believed was necessary so the leader did. yep absolutely he was yeah determined for sure all right bobby baby bobby baby <laughs> bobby baby i have two i'm not sure what do you have well how kind of three now that i'm looking at it so I have Gryffindor for the loyal, the loyal part. Like he is loyal to his friends, to his group of friends. But I also had the Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff too. Hufflepuff for the loyalty more so, I guess. I had a Hufflepuff slash. Yeah. Ravenclaw, so. Slash what? Ravenclaw? Slash okay. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I would go more with Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, like looking at it now again, because the Hufflepuff has the loyal as well. And he's dedicated to his his friend group. He is definitely witty for the Ravenclaw. He's intelligent. Like, can that go with being like reflective too? Like he, I don't know, like emotional intelligence. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's where I but, kind of, some of them are tricky. I know. And like the words fit in like the loyal and, in Hufflepuff and in Gryffindor, but you yeah. gotta go by the other traits as well. All right, so Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw for Bobby. I think so. All right. How about Maz from Undrafted? My favorite. I know, Gryffindor. I miss him. Gryffindor. I think you have to. I mean, I can't pick just one of those traits for Gryffindor for him. He was brave. He was courageous. He was daring. He was loyal to his friends. I mean, I don't know a lot of people in general that would be like, my dreams were just crushed. But hey, we have this 
little softball or baseball league that we have community mm-hmm. baseball league i have to go be there to play mm-hmm. yeah no 100 percent. and that's that goes back to the doing what's right like it's right that he goes for his friends right. like but i also think it was right for himself to get him through yes. mm-hmm. although when he says you thought you were going to distract me <laughs> about baseball by talking to me about baseball mm-hmm And even like how he gets like upset about being out, like how he throws his helmet down and right away he's like, nope, that's not the right thing to do. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I did that. He, got it. So yeah, he, he even apologized to what was the Garvey, the catcher, like after he Garvey tries to give him advice and he <laughs> yells at him and then apologizes. And Garvey's like, but I did help. You hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I missed that movie. I need to watch it soon. I know. I mean, Prime, please bring it back. No, I don't know how to find it. I just want to eat some ice cream with sprinkles on it. Yeah. Although when I see him eating ice cream with sprinkles, I think of Hufflepuff, but he's definitely a Gryffindor. Yeah. 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 Um, how about Tommy? Tommy Riley. I put in Ravenclaw. Me too. I mean, he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I think he tries to just play it by the book as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he's very clever in the points that he makes. Mm-hmm. He's very witty. He's knowledgeable. So yeah. very observant. Right. Um, Honduras. Should we Gryffindor? Yeah, huh? I was going to Gryffindor for sure. Gryffindor for our Angel Ross. I mean, there's not courageous, brave, adventurous, daring, loyal, chivalrous, Angel Ross. Like, I mean, and he wears red. There you go. He's got the colors already on. The blood of angry men. He doesn't even need a robe. All right, let's let's talk about Charlie from Better Off Single. Let's talk about Charlie. So we had, we tried not to share our list, but we had to talk about him because both of us, one, are not huge fans of the movie and two, don't know what to do with him. So what did you come up with? (laughs) You said he's a what? First, I said he was a muggle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) To be honest, it's just, it's one of those movies where you sometimes don't know what is real and just what he is imagining in his head, like the board meeting. Mm-hmm. Like the first time you see it, he's super pissed and he's doing a bunch of things he should not be doing at a board meeting. We've all sat in a meeting and we're like, this e- meeting could have been an email, email. right? Yes. So we all, like that just happened in his mind. He definitely did not do those things. In a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I really had to put him in a house, I would go Hufflepuff. What did you do? I was sticking with the muggle because what, but what did we say? I said, so this is like the extent of my Harry Potter knowledge. I said, like, maybe he doesn't fit in one, but then I also, compared him to Neville Longbottom but like Neville's a hot mess for like the entire series until 
the end when he comes out and he slays the snake and he does all the things and he's like his own hero so that's kind of charlie by the end like he's a hot mess through the movie but then once he's able to get over angela and figure out like who he is he's kind of like the hero for himself that he knows he can be better off single like okay and moving on so maybe he's not a house maybe he's neville longbottom (laughs) i kind of i think i just put him in hufflepuff because this the the line that we used to describe it is do what is kind and i think he kind of always tried to do was kind but doing what is kind sometimes isn't what is right true so it doesn't fit in one i know so maybe like maybe he'll be like harry potter and be like not this house and the sorting hat will listen to him one day that's true yeah all right. Who else? Danny Zuko. I also did Slytherin for him for the two Dannys. You did Slytherin for both of them. Yes. Oh, yeah, for Danny Zuko too. Yes. I think he is obviously he's the leader, right? Mm-hmm. He's very proud about it. He's very resourceful. He is loyal, right? But mm-hmm. he's Sometimes not always loyal to what is right. Mm-hmm. If we look at the way he treats Sandy in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's putting on a front for his friends. Right. So I kind of also just want to say that because of the leather jacket. Yeah, the leather jacket, like the look does seem Slytherin. Could you see a little bit of like Hufflepuff in him like when he is with Sandy like he's very patient with her and her I was going back and forth on it yeah like he definitely does have the Slytherin-ness with how he is like two-faced with her versus friends but like in the beginning he's so kind and patient with her and I don't know and then like he he shows like he's loyal to her by the end with how he changes like we're just with his so image. it's almost how we were talking about um, yeah. Fiora, mm-hmm. how like he comes off one way, but it internally maybe he's this way. Yeah. You can even see it like on his face, like after he does, like when when Sandy and him meet in the gym after Rizzo set, tries to set him up and mm-hmm. he acts that way to her and then his face like looking at Rizzo, like you can tell he's like crushed that he just yeah. did that. So... Like he did what was necessary in that moment to keep up his persona, but. Or like when he hides them at the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. All right. And I think last but not least for this, oh, not last, but next one is Prince James. Of Galwick. I had Ravenclaw. Me too. And I had it for his wit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was the that was the first like word that came out. I think he's very observant. Mm-hmm. I think he's very clever. I think he's intelligent. I think he's knowledgeable. Yeah, he kind of has like, I mean, he kind of has to be right. He's a prince, right? So he has well, to. Def- on. He's definitely observant. The way yeah. just throughout most of the movie, or at least the beginning, he's pretty quiet unless he's making his comments all right yeah about like her pastries 
<laughs> it's not the same. And Christian, the composer. I mean, it has, there's only one choice, right? Slytherin. Of course. <laughs> it has to be Gryffindor. Yeah, he's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. I mean. Those bohemian ideals. Those bohemian ideals and how he went on an adventure to Paris, right? Yeah, he didn't go to the Eiffel Tower or the Louvre. No. <laughs> I think he's very loyal to his friends. Mm -hmm. I think he's very chivalrous to Satine. Yes, trying to help her. He's daring, like engaging in even in that affair with Satine, proposing that whole idea, knowing who he's up against. Going against brave too. Yeah, just barging into the dukes like he does. I mean, that might have been a little bit of liquid bravery, but... Oh, just a little. Just a tad. Just a tiny bit. But, I mean, I don't... I mean, I could see some tiny bits, especially... I mean, I know we're just talking about Aaron, but especially depending on who is playing Christian. Okay. I could see a little bit of the Hufflepuff sneak in there. For who? You mean like actor wise? Yeah. I think you're that... just saying or are you just saying just in general? Like I don't know in... if you're saying a specific actor you see no, more. Or like we when we talked about um other people playing him. Mm. Um okay, like so how... you're not you didn't think like yeah, no one specific. Okay, got how it. They are, um how they're kind of kind, mm -hmm. like that kind ofness of it. They're fair, they're patient with Satine and being like mm -hmm take this jump with me. So I can see an argument, especially depending on who plays, but I think 100% he's Gryffindor. Yeah. So if we're going just on Aaron. Yes. Gryffindor. I think he plays it a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to say tough. Maybe he still has that um, murderous Christian in his brain. Cause he's the only one that really knows about it. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I think Gryffindor is the way to go. Okay. No, I'll agree with that. All right. Did I hit everyone on the list? I think I did. I think so. I almost forgot Christian, but we got him. I mean, he's the top notch one, right? Oh, for sure. All right. So Charlie is our big wild card. Yeah. Mikey was a couple was a couple houses. I don't know. I think it depends on the season for Mikey. It really does. I literally could give a different house for every season. Season one is Ravenclaw. Okay. Yep. Because he's the top of his class. He's trying to prove himself. He's witty. He's mm -hmm. in it to win it, right? Mm -hmm. Season two, we're going Slytherin. Because mm -hmm. what is necessary. And season three, he kind of gets back into his Gryffindor and... But then, oh, okay, here we go. This is where we'll fight. <laughs> Season two, too, he has, like, his Gryffindor with freaking Paige. Like, he goes to do, like, what's right for her. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I agree. But, man, and, you know, she's... She's on your top of your list, I know. She's on my list. But, like, that whole thing, he... He... Who he is in season three is because of him 
his Gryffindor tendencies in season two to help her. So maybe he starts off Gryffindor because oh. he's at the top of his list in season two, and then he kind of tapers into his Slytherinness. Yeah, like when really when Sid enter- enters the yeah the game, the Slytherin comes out for sure. Because even when like he picks Paige to save in season two, mm-hmm. he thinks what he is doing is right. Yes, but other people necessarily aren't agreeing with him. Right. So that's are you saying that's like the Slytherin, or that's yeah, like I'm saying like that's kind of like the fine line of wh- what is right to me might not be right to other people. Right. So like, but when he saves her the first time, like he's doing, like he, he's keeping like his agenda alive right. by just getting her out. But then him putting himself physically in that house, like he's doing that. For her right we uh, okay this is gonna get way too long if we should yeah. <laughs> stay on mikey but yeah I mean, okay. we could literally talk about mikey for hours so. i could do yeah we could do whole episodes on mikey for sure which i'm not opposed to but i mean anytime girl anytime but seriously like we could go on and on and on talking about special agent mike warren and just <laughs> doing a deep dive but that wasn't the focus of this episode we will do that at another time but we made it through we sorted the characters i'm curious to hear what you as listeners maybe think if you agree with us if you think we're totally off base if you don't know what we're even talking about like i don't know but it was fun to just kind of do a light episode take things in a different direction combine like two other two worlds like Aaron's world (laughs) we're just living in it and Harry Potter and just to see what happened but it was fun to do it was fun to do with Jill it was fun to hear just the different opinions and our takes on it I really liked what she said about Gabe and it depending on who was who was like conjuring him who was with him at that moment for who like for what house he would fall in but I also would love to just talk more about Mikey and just how each season, even like events in the season and his relationships with specific characters could affect like what house traits he displays. But that's an episode for another day. I will love you until-